Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and I do it with a little help from my friends. And here I am making new friends, expanding my borders, learning to meet new people, putting myself out there, I guess you would say. Um, and this week, I have the hosts of the podcast Shit Cosplayers Say, um, L and Ashlyn. Hi, guys. How you doing? We're good. good. Yeah, good stuff. Nice. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, if you'd like to introduce yourselves, please feel free. Thanks, Katie. Um, I'm Ash. And I'm Elle. And we are Lavi Cosplay. And as Katie said, we are the hosts of Shit Cosplayers Say, <laughs> which basically means we are cosplayers and we say shit. And that's the show. <laughs> yep. Spoiler go. alert. <laughs> oh, no. Not in a whole show. <laughs> yep. We just spoiled the entire show for all of you. That's that's what we do. Um, <laughs> awesome. And how long have you guys been cosplaying for? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. We we passed twenty years a while ago. Nice. Yeah. yeah same. Late late nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long time. Um. <laughs> many moons. <laughs> many we have, many we have moons. Seen many things <laughs> in our in our time. Well, now I'm just curious because people that are like that long in cosplayers, I have to always ask, what was your first cosplay? Technically, it was Sailor Moon, and it was terrible. Oh, uh, let's but see. like great in the way that like you went to the thrift store and tried to find the pieces. Oh, I and love it. Definitely glued like a navy blue handkerchief for my like collar. Please <laughs> used my own hair. Um, yes, the savers cosplay. Yes, I yes. know. I remember hot gluing ribbon on for like the lines <laughs> and stuff still to this day. Because there's a picture somewhere. Because I did Neptune too, like maybe a year after. Okay. Okay. Um, I have I seen that picture. Tried to use that like the blue color mousse that used to exist in like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tried to use that. It doesn't work. So <laughs> I had like half dyed green hair with like a piecemeal Neptune. <laughs> so it's, it's somewhere between those two were like roughly my first two, which would have been in like two thousand probably nine well nineteen ninety nine two thousand somewhere in there. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, let's see. My first one was it was Eris from Final Fantasy Seven. Nice. And I definitely pieced that together using clothes that my mom no longer wanted. Um, because <laughs> I was getting just old enough to be able to like alter some of her clothes to fit. So she had this pink, I think it was a nightgown that I ended up using for the dress. And then she had this really god awful like red corduroy suit like a two-piece like jacket with a skirt nice and i butchered the jacket with some hand sewing and then put i think duct tape for the the silver on her shoulder pieces and for the the wrist cuffs and added giant sequins on top of them and probably packing tape on top of that so that it would all (laughs) stick together (laughs) yeah nice Yep. Good stuff. Good oh. stuff. It's funny. Like I always say, like my first official like convention cosplay was Hatsaharu Soma. Um, but that was not my first official cosplay. I actually um made um the maid from Big O. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that was my first official cosplay. <laughs> yeah, I I'm trying to think of what the first like official thing I tried to make was. <laughs> 
Well, like, funny because everybody thought that I was Wednesday Adams. Oh. Oh. I was like, ooh, swing and a miss. Costumes <laughs> were so different back then, even if you competed, because they didn't even really require handmade costumes till towards like maybe 2005 at a lot of conventions. You would yeah, just right. judge on what you looked like on stage. They didn't mm-hmm. care if you made it or not. Mm-hmm. So like, I've been competing since like 2000. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't start like caring about craftsmanship until we got back together in like 2013. Right. Um, Because there was a whole recession thing and I took a break from cosplay for a while. (laughs) You know, that thing. You know, (laughs) know. expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, life. Yeah. I was getting in the way. (laughs) Right. I know. So I think the first costume I tried to legit make would have been in like 2001 or 2002. I tried to make Hinoto from X. Oh, oh my God. Um, I want to cosplay X so bad. (laughs) Which is, I'm working on her now. So uh-huh. many years later, with the skills now I'm making her. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I want to say that's the first time I tried. I've always <laughs> wanted to be Sorata. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, Actually, please. Any, so much X. Clamp. X is one of my So much clamp. Favorites. Oh, God, it's so good, but it breaks your heart. <laughs> but it's People, so like, good. say rainbow and bridge together, and I just go, like, fetal. <laughs> like, no! It's sad because the the new kids don't know what X is, and it makes me sad. No, but they should. They should. Everybody go watch it right now. Pause this and go watch the entire thing, and then you come back. Yeah, leave and then come back. Okay, thanks. <laughs> watch watch the series, not the movie. Right. And you don't bother with the manga movie. because you're just going to be mad it didn't end. Um, I'm still upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm still upset. I have all of them. I, me too. I need to know how it ends. It sits there in English and in Japanese, unfinished. It makes me very upset when I look at it, but it's so pretty because I have all of them. It's like, why do we keep falling into the clamp trap? Because they never finish anything that they start. Because it's so pretty. No, it doesn't. No, it's like horrible Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) They're just so pretty. You can't help yourself. It's abuse. Abuse. I know. Yeah, anything that goes over seven books, they're not going to finish it. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) <laughs> they won't nope we can wait so like 10 years from now they're suddenly gonna decide hey we're gonna finish x because that's what they do like they will and we'll be like fuck you i'm not reading it and i'm reading it yeah i'm reading it <laughs> you're like, be honest. We're I'll like i'm just gonna it. buy it so my collection will be complete yeah. and then then the temptation will be too much right right and then you're just crying at 2 a.m over it right <laughs> <laughs> So being in the cosplay game as long as you have, you must have some stories, dears. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Don't where, there's where, just, there's where to just begin? so many. I don't know <laughs> where to begin. And because hmm. there's just so many. There's um, so many. Oh, how, about, how about worst experience ever? Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You can do it. I know you can. Well, and now I'm thinking, am I, am I, is it like, Pre-2006 or 2013 and over, because they're all very different experiences. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe yeah, both. both. Is good. Yes, because my teenage-slash-college <laughs> experiences have been very different than when we, like, came back and were, like, smacked in the face with how much everything had changed. Because um, <laughs> it was a very different ball game. Um, well, let's start with the teenage years and then work our way up. Okay. I would say one of the most memorable stories from my my 
late teens, early 20s was, um, it was Anime Central. Okay. Which is a convention outside of Chicago, Illinois. Um, it's one of the bigger anime conventions in the country. Um, but at the time, it was like one of the only ones, because this was way back when. But they had a masquerade, as you do. And um, a group of us decided we were going to enter a 21-person Vampire Hunter D bloodlust group. Like you do. Like you do. <laughs> but it, it gets better. Oh. Seems legit, right? Um, yeah, right? Seems, seems, about, seems about right. <laughs> it, it, we, we do a skit. Oh. And, and there are 21 people from all around the country. Oh. So we didn't rehearse till at the convention. Of course not. Of course there's stage combat involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we go and we do this thing and we have like a bunch of drama with getting judged. Something got like confused. This was the first year they were actually like looking at costumes prior to going on stage. Um, so there was some confusion. There were some arguments as to whether or not our um, main costumer was a professional costumer. Because apparently that was against the unwritten rules of the contest. Um, so it was just... Started out confusing, ended confusing. Uh, but we go on stage, we do our thing, and then when we get off, we find out we were disqualified. Uh, what? <laughs> we were disqualified for rules that didn't exist yet. So the reason that Anime Central has some of the rules it has is because of our group. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> um, We actually did fine, but I think they realized that if we hadn't, there could have been like major issues. Because you really shouldn't have 21 people on stage. Okay, well, that um, seems like an exaggeration. I mean, they weren't on stage all at the same time. No, we were not. We were not all on stage at the same time. Um, they definitely put a rule in about stage combat after us, even though we did we did find we had a certified stage combat person. Like mm. The blood sacrifice was too much, huh? Yeah, I mean, but we like, <laughs> it was just one of those where we were like, we got disqualified for rules that don't exist. <laughs> What? That's lame. <laughs> it was so con- we were just like so confused afterward, and people were just like, "What happened?" We still don't know to this day exactly what happened. We know that that was part of it. Was there like a riot? Um, no, I, I, Ooh. but the the people who won were a little annoyed because obviously everyone was coming to see this massive group right. afterward, and like I get that as the winner, that is really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like tried to get out of the way so they would have their attention but sure, how sure. do you like how do you hide a 21 person vampire hunter d group you don't <laughs> you you can't hide us we're we're my costume was i was carmilla so like my costume's massive on its own right you cannot hide us um but it was one of the weirdest experiences next to um when we were in a masquerade when we first came back and we won an award that we shouldn't have been eligible for. <laughs> okay. You remember that, Ash? I do. <laughs> yeah. So we went to this show and it was our first time competing since mm-hmm. we came back to the scene. And so obviously we have no idea what the process is going to be like because this is our first experience back into competitive cosplay and going to cons again. I think it was actually our first con back. We'd done a couple charity yes. events maybe before. And this particular convention, they don't hold you and do an awards ceremony. Um, okay. They actually release you as soon as everybody's done on the stage. And they post the winners whenever they get done judging. Oh, like a Just- casket? 
Yeah. So just yes. like whenever it might happen to be that they're done judging, then then they'll post them um, so that everybody can see them. So we're sitting in the hotel and, you know, playing on our phones like you do. Mm-hmm. And I happen to check the Facebook page and it's maybe like one thirty in the morning at this point. And I'm like, um, we won an award and it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so they apparently had decided that they wanted us to be in a different class than what we had signed up for, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. I mean, it didn't really matter, but it was just, so they gave us an, a best in class award for a class that we weren't in. Oh, so we, we actually went down, not up. Oh, oh. yeah. So what? we, well, so in their defense, we did have a child competing with us. Yes. So Ow. they, they bumped us from journeyman to novice. <gasps> what? Yes. I mean, it's fine. It's just fine we... because, like, honestly, we had no clue what we were doing and we probably belonged in there. Well, and we only entered Journeyman because technically our award count from before we left put us into where we needed to be in Journeyman with their particular rule set. Yeah. Uh, and so they pretty much, and other cons have told us this after the fact, that all of those awards don't count when it comes to us entering competitively now because the structure is so different um but at the time it was really really odd that's it was weird like you just don't you you expect you don't expect that it was just kind of a strange and we're fine with it it was just a really strange occurrence but my favorite thing is we won an award and it's weird (laughs) (laughs) yep yay we won Question mark? Question Quest- mark? Yeah. yeah. My first time competing um, was in Boston, and I had put a group together where we did a hairspray skit, um, and I was Tomaki from Host Club, and yes. I had um, Yoko from um, Gurren Logan, had Tifa from Final Fantasy, and Winry from Fullmetal Alchemist, because I needed a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. Um, we did, like, the Corny Collins show, like, hairspray advertisement. Oh my goodness. Please. And it was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly like I choreographed it. Was it like phenomenal choreography? No. No, it wasn't. Um, but anyways, we did our little skit. People seemed to like it. We went off stage. And then they're announcing the awards. And you know how they like line people up backstage? Yeah. Wait for I hate award. That. You kinda know that you're getting something. Yeah. So they're just like, okay, group, um, whatever group number we were, they're like yeah, you gotta get up. And I was like, okay. And I stood up and my friend stood up. They're like, no, no, not you guys, just the Tomaki. What? I got singled I got singled out of my group for a judge's award. Oh awkward. You can't do that. That's me. Right? And I was just like, <laughs> oh. So I'm like, I'm just like walking up and I'm like looking back at my friends and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Maybe like, and I think in my head, like all those possibilities, like, okay, maybe they just don't want everybody walking across the stage, like they want one person from the group. Yeah. And then, no, no, it wasn't that at oh, all. The judge literally no. said, like, I just couldn't not give this Tomaki something. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yikes. Well, there just weren't the etiquette rules that there are now. Yeah, right. Like, like, again, or 2008. I mean, you, you used to be able to gong people off stage. Right? Yeah. Like, this, <laughs> there just wasn't that, like, level of grace that is expected in a judge now mm. back then. But that just... I don't know. I feel like I would think that was mean. (laughs) (laughs) I felt terrible. My friends were like, no, it makes sense. You made the skit and everything. And I was like, but guys. Yeah. 
I guess I just can't imagine even thinking about doing that as a judge. Like I would just give it to the whole group and not just the one person. Right. You know, to not be an asshole. Yes. Right. (laughs) Oh, it was something. Uh, that, that is something. That is that is something. You're like you're talking about awkward awards. I'm like, ooh, have I got a story? What? No, yeah. I think that one takes the cake of awkward awards, <laughs> right? Because that's that is awkward. Yeah, yeah. Big yikes! Big yikes! Big yikes! <laughs> and then it was funny because like we did, I did that skit, which I was like, well, I was a really good dance skit, guys. And then the following year, we had our huge Dead Moon Circus skit that won Best in Show at Anime Boston. Um, yeah. I totally enjoyed that, by the way. Oh my god, you seen it? I well, I I listened to your Dead Moon Circus episode, <gasps> and then I had to you know go, find it. go watch it because I love Sailor Moon. So, I mean, that's always a perk. And we also have a Sailor Moon musical skit in our yeah. repertoire. So, which we also want to best in show for. So, hey. Hey. Woo. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like, you know what happens the next morning when you're hungover? Some of the things you come up with, who knows? You yes. might win. <laughs> um, yeah, all of our like best performances are like on the way home from the con, usually. <laughs> Fever dreams. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but we did um we did the five main villains from Sailor Moon and did the cell block tango from Chicago. Nice. It was it was a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> That's awesome. So okay, so what's your favorite thing to cosplay from? I'm more into specific characters rather than series usually. Okay. Okay. I'm, I mean, we have a lot of Sailor Moon. Mhm. Because we both grew up on Sailor Moon. Right. Um but it sort of depends on what mood I'm in to what character i want to play sure 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 um, one of my favorite characters to do in general is erd from oh my goddess ah uh, yep i love erd but i pretty much just like any character in general that's a narcissistic asshole hey you know um they're they're my favorite mm. usually mm-hmm. it's the easiest <laughs> easiest to do it is it is the easiest to do it is the furthest from my actual personality but they are a lot of fun yeah yeah you know and it's like like i want to say that i'm not that person i'm not that person but uh, tony stark comes way too easy right (laughs) like that kind of character i enjoyed them tremendously right right like tamaki like his oh god like he doesn't mean to be but he is it's like it just it's way too easy so um because well we're this comes out on our episode in three days so i can say it on here um but we are the um u.s representatives for the international cosplay league in spain oh. for 2022 whatever um, you know if we get to team go this usa time. for like three years now <laughs> right like right waiting for this years. waiting um, covid but uh. <laughs> we did um we did Magi labyrinth of magic for a preliminary nice and then we are doing a different set from Magi for finals, and I'm playing Sinbad, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to finally play the biggest narcissistic asshole. <laughs> the whole world! Elle's complex. been waiting a really long time for this. <laughs> I love him so much. I want an entourage to follow me around. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's it's a great idea to give me the power of Sinbad. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but this um, is fine. <laughs> right now, he's like the character I'm looking the most forward to doing because I've been waiting so long to to play Sinbad. Well, that's but... awesome! Congrats, you guys! 
Thanks. That's a big yeah. deal. It's it's cool if we ever get to go. Yeah, well, it will happen. <laughs> maybe next one year, day. Maybe twenty twenty three. But you can say they were reigning champions of the ICL for like three years. That's been my joke. Is that will be the longest reigning you any like U.S. team ever? Yeah, because we're really because some of the other competitions will probably go this year because their preliminaries have already been done. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the ICL preliminaries never got to happen. Sure. There's only four teams right now. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Your odds are looking <laughs> good. I know. Yeah, it's really <laughs> just like a race on whether or not we go or WCS Team USA goes first. <laughs> yes. We're kind of like in competition with Team USA for WCS and who's going to hold the title for longest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because that hasn't happened like officially for three years, right? Yeah. 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 U.S. Finals, what would it have been, like, 2019-ish? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 19. It was the same year we did, so 19. Yeah, 19. They're supposed to go this year, but Japan closed again, so who knows? Um, (laughs) Japan is closed. You may not go. (laughs) You can look at it, but don't touch it. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's see. Oh, gosh. Let's see, let's see, let's see. We've got one, we gave like the, was that like a teenage year, like 21 people thing? Or was that like an adult? That was a teenage year thing. Okay. We're adults now. What's happened? We've actually, I think it's been less eventful as we've gotten older, except that the con crunch got worse for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I like to physically injure myself during con crunch. That's that's true. Who does that a lot? I know, right? (laughs) Um, I mean, one of one of our more entertaining, unexpected things that happened was the um the first time we got to MC an entire masquerade. Oh yeah, let's um, hear about it. So we MC'd for Anime Iowa twenty nineteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and we did so as Deku and his mom. Okay. From My Hero. Yep, yep. Um, and so he, um, there was another department that was supposed to be in charge of intermission, but there was sort of this like, um, technical issue happening. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the we, people for it didn't show up. <laughs> yes. So there were supposed to be guests involved with intermission and they weren't there yet. Oh, so okay. like, yeah. And so it was, there was some miscommunication on time. So we had to BS for like 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> oh no. And it we was ended good. up talking about the live show that we do shit cosplayers say Mm -hmm. which happened on friday night yes um because in there there is so when we do our live show it's basically the like best of the worst of cosplay and cons found in the depths of the internet sure well one of the gems that we had found a long time ago was uh this con near me allows 10 minute skits how do I write a good 10-minute skit? So one of the bits that we did during this particular show was attempted to write the 10-minute skit during the show. <laughs> We're Based off it. of all the crazy questions that came up yeah. later in the show. So then we'd like take it back to the original premise. Okay, now this is how this particular question fits into our 10-minute skit. <laughs> we ended up taking the audience through the process of this 10 minute skit because we were just we had nothing we didn't have anything planned for that much time like you expect to stall for you know 
10 minutes maybe here and yeah, there. Yeah, sure, like but... a couple of minutes maybe. Yeah, like... well, and we had tons of stuff for in-between entries, um, some bits that we planned and some that we just improv So, I mean, that was totally fine, but they told us not to worry about intermission and that we were only going to be hosting it and not actually be the intermission. So we're like, okay, we trust you. <laughs> that was we a <laughs> so what now has happened is after that was over the attendees challenged us to actually do a 10 minute skit right so if we are ever rebooked at anime iowa we are supposed to do a 10 minute skit for the intermission what yes (laughs) (laughs) with the caveat that we write it during the live show on friday night yes Uh, i'm you know, at least you know it's coming this time. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, like, the worst thing that anyone's ever made me do to, like, you know, buy time was Cotton Eye Joe, so. Oh, goodness. It turned into, oh. like, a, it, it turned into a tradition at um the convention I worked at in New Hampshire. Like, every single convention, like, they're like, oh, well, we need some time. And all of a sudden it would just come on and I'm like, oh, my God, okay. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it is. And it's like, I always did it. And it's like, you know, one of those things where I'm just like, maybe this year we'll get away with it because we've run out of time because they've actually used the, oh, nope, there's the song. Okay, I'm going on stage, I guess. Bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I've done it in, like, everything. Like, I can't even, like, I did it as Bash's Stampede. I've done it as Tomiki. I've done it as Hughes. I've done it as Videl from Dragon Ball Z. I've done it as <laughs> Hamilton. I've done it as the Doctor. I've done it as... Like but those just, like, running thinking. jokes are great. Like you want those running jokes; they're hysterical. Yeah, that and there was also like this whiteboard that came up in the first year because oh, no. they thought that I needed assistance from somebody with a notepad. So like I'd be <laughs> sitting up there trying to talk, and all of a sudden someone would be like typing like messages on the white pad. The thing is, is like I never saw half of what was said. <laughs> Because they would just erase it. Like, I'd be doing, like, in, you know, like, hosting. And then everyone would just be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? And I'd look, and they'd be erasing everything. So I'm like, oh, good. This is good. (laughs) That's so strange. Yeah. And it happened for several years until that person didn't come back to the convention anymore. But it's turned now it's turned into, like, kind of like a running joke with my friends where it's like, okay, guys, I'm going on stage soon. And they all send me, like, pictures of a notepad. (laughs) It's like, I hate you. Thank you. I love it. Thank That's you for great. this. I like it. <laughs> you gotta have that kind of stuff, though. Especially now, does the audience ever get into Cotton Eye Joe with you? Uh, oh, I mean, like, yeah. like They used to let them, like, dance and everything else, like, in the audience while they were waiting just to keep them entertained, so. Yeah. They went we got- on the stage, though. There was... Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, let's see. It was the s- second year I hosted um, that people rushed the stage when I was up there. Oh. oh yeah yeah like i ended up getting like this little like fan group almost of people like from mm-hmm. that convention that like there was like a facebook page it was kind of a deal for a while um i mean i am flattered i was absolutely flattered that people like thought of me in such a high enough respect that i like needed stalkers i guess <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah there was a picture and it's, it was my profile picture for a long time uh like the professionals like the con professional photographers got of these cosplayers that had rushed the stage to like be <laughs> up there with me and i'm just mortified because i'm like what is happening and oh, from, gosh. and from that day on i had a security person at the stairs <laughs> nice <laughs> so nobody could come on stage 
Nice. <laughs> so oh, like I kind of had wild. my own like little bodyguard. It was funny. Yeah, I think like one it. of my, my favorite MC moments we've had was we got the entire audience to sing the Pokemon theme song with us. But it was funny because I was just talking to um two other people um from the Cospod the other day. And we were talking about that, how like every single convention has to play the Pokemon theme song. Or is it really a convention? <laughs> like there has to be a sing along to it. Or did you do it right? That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, their their theme was Pokemon. So we were Pokemon trainers. Oh well, there you go. For uh, emceeing their masquerade. Nice. It was it was a good time. We got yeah, that was sing. when Go was super hot. Yeah, they nice. sang, they dabbed. It was great. <laughs> I got to heckle L the entire masquerade. You did, which yep. is normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> are there any skits in particular that are any favorites that you've done? Oh, the, the Sailor Moon Cell Block Tango is by far the my favorite one that we've done. Yeah, um, I would for, agree. That one's probably my my super fave that we've done. Nice. That was that was an absolute blast. That was kind of one of those like dream group cosplays. Uh-huh. I think our new ICL skit will be one of my favorites, but we're keeping that under wraps for now. I mean, yeah, you've kept it secret this long. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would agree with that. I'm, <laughs> it's going to be I'm the really best excited. skit ever in like five years. I think one of my favorite skits that we've ever done wasn't for a competition, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we used to work for a burlesque troupe. Sure. Um, so we did 18 plus skits here and there to kind of help um, so the rest of the performers could change and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did Erd and Scald, but we did The Internet is for Porn. Okay. From Avenue Q. From Avenue Q. Yeah, I love that musical. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for Erd to be Telly Monster and for Skull to be the innocent teacher who doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, we did that three or four times. Oh, easily. Because the audience would ask, are they going to do it again? Yeah. Because everybody always wanted us to do that particular skit. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I would do it again. We also did um, another one that we had a lot of fun with for that was we made a parody to um, You Won't Succeed in Broadway from Monty Python Spam a Lot, mm-hmm. except it's You Won't Succeed in Cosplay if You Don't Have Any Boobs. And I feel like we I've did seen it, that skit. We did it as Lena Inverse and Amelia from Slayers. Where did you guys do that skit? Um, a couple places. in Il- Well, one was in Illinois, one was in Iowa. So... But it was for the burlesque show, so it would it shouldn't be on the internet. Anywhere. No, but I feel like I feel like I've heard of it though. So I don't know. Maybe one of my friends went to it and like talked. Oh, about maybe it. could be. Maybe I mean it's possible that someone else has also come up with. That's a... very specific. Yeah, it is really specific. <laughs> it is very specific. <laughs> um, it's one of those we've always wanted to do it, and we knew that we'd get kicked out of any convention we tried to do it at. Oh yeah. So when the burlesque troupe was like. You all want to do some skits? We're like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're doing <laughs> we're going to do this. This has to happen right now. <laughs> and it must be Slayers because it makes so much sense for Lena to be the one who is not allowed to be cost famous because she doesn't have any boobs. So, <laughs> facts. Straight facts. Because they make fun of her for that for the entire series. <laughs> it's that- a running gag all through Slayers. It is. Hmm. So much nostalgia. I know. <laughs> I know. See, this is what happens. Like, we get people on here that are, like, you know, a little bit older. I'll say it. We're a little mm-hmm. bit older. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And we grew up in that golden age and we get taught and this is what happens. Like me and my friends especially, we get talking about like all these older animes and I'm just like, wow. Like nobody knows what we're talking about. And if they do, then they really like had somebody like some really good sensei was like, all right, watch all this first and then you can watch your new crap. <laughs> Sometimes I actually miss the like, you know, like the the old school masquerade skit where you just had like a bunch of random characters mashed together. And yeah. then like they would do something that made sense but didn't. Right. Oh yeah, like where it's literally just like, I'm gonna come on stage and I'm gonna stand here to the Digimon theme while these people have nothing to do with Digimon. Yes. How did yes. you end up in the Digi world? <laughs> yes, where they'd be like, everybody's in one character's world or like yes. um there are there are days where I'm like, sometimes I miss that level of chaos. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like somehow the Final Fantasy people have ended up in the digital world because like of I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. was it was so common to just throw a bunch of like random characters together and either like make a game show or yep. like a random quest or whatever and do a skit out of it back in like the early 2000s. I feel like cosplay skits have gotten way more serious. Would you agree? They have, absolutely. Like, what was it like? I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's costumes, everybody always looks amazing. Like, everybody's on point. But I swear to God, some of these like people that do the video games and stuff, it's like the video game's playing behind them and they're just like, I must, I must become my father's daughter and rule this kingdom. But there's so much angst and drama around me. <laughs> and it's like they're all acting out like some kind of like, I don't know, fight scene of some kind. Someone always dead. <laughs> you can tell the people who have watched international competitions and who haven't. Right. And those people that love their video in the background and the drama and the fight scenes have watched WCS at some point in time. Yes. There's like, we're yes. going to be that. You're like, no, honey, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not. But it's okay. We Such still need to make specific. our bingo cards for the next time that we watch WCS. Oh, that's right. We do. <laughs> Because there's always fate, yep. and there's always fight scenes. Yep. <laughs> there's so many tropes. <laughs> there, there'll be at least one Zelda skit, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. At least. Yeah. At things, least one. Things every masquerade always has. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so honestly, honestly, we should hand out bingo cards. That would be fun. That, that would, would be, be fun. fun. Masquerade bingo? Masquerade bingo would be super entertaining. It's like, everybody gets the free spot, and then it's just like the Pokemon song. Everybody gets it, obviously. Right. <clears throat> um. Again, one of those really like like why is this so serious? Skit skits. Right. Uh, um, um, unnecessary PDA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unnecessary PDA. Oh, you know what? Just for like the throw it off because not every bingo card can be easy. You have to have one of those ones we just talked about, like the like mishmash. Yes. Uh, because someone still yes. always does it. Every once in a while, <laughs> it will still occur, and it makes my heart happy when it happens. Right? It's like that nostalgic part of you, like, especially if you're judging sees it and you're just like, oh, damn, someone's going to get my judge's award. Because <laughs> you know what? You tried and you've pulled oh, a heartstring. If I was judging a con and someone came on and did an old school skit, regardless of how good it was, they would probably get my judge's award for just attempting to do an Exactly. Old That's the thing. It's like my judge's award. It's like I always want to give it to somebody that, like, regardless of what level they are or costume they're wearing or something it's like if you are showing me that you have put like your everything into this like you have my heart you have my judges award like that's how i judge yeah it's like Absolutely. i'm not looking for the best i'm looking for someone that's just up there having a, a fucking amazing time that's what we want to see yeah right. 
Right. Yeah, gotta, definitely go for the passion. We've got to encourage the younger generation because eventually we're going to be too old for this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, the grandmas. We want on them stage. to keep. Well, I mean, we could all end up being like grandmas on stage, and mm-hmm. I mean, I could see that totally happening. Still, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have to play the fairy godmother from Shrek at some point. Um, but... I've always said it like there's this woman that comes to Boston every year. I remember her from every single year. She always dresses up as the mom from Marmalade Boy. Oh, cute. It has like the squirrel village like in her hair. <laughs> uh-huh. She always comes every year in a different kimono and she's always got a different setup on her head. That's cute. And it's oh, awesome. I love it. That's what I strive to be when I'm older. <laughs> right? I totally want that. I just just hold those lists for in your 60s, you know? Then right. you can return to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> but we got to keep these young kids still getting on the stage. Yeah. So that's kind of what Judges' Choice Awards are sort of for. I mean. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, that's kind of how I use mine, too. It's to encourage the the newer competitors to keep coming back. Right. Because we want them to return. Right. Because we need to have future masquerades. Exactly. We all yeah. need a job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we see. need you to continue so that we can continue. Right. You need to carry on this legacy so that we can also have a legacy. Let's see. What else would be on this bingo card, though? Now I'm invested. Oh, um. <laughs> what else? Well, I mean, there's always somebody from Legend of Zelda. Yep, Zelda. Yep. There's almost always someone from Fate. Um. You have to have um, some, some kind of a fight skit. Yes. You have uh, to have dance karaoke. Yep. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Love live. Love live dance karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, if can... it's allowed, there's going to be normal karaoke too. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I know. I story for that one. It was um, a year at Kineticon that I had gone down just to work a table for the convention that I was working at. And for some reason that year, they had decided that instead of karaoke getting its own room. Okay, so see if you can picture it. It's like the place is three levels, right? And then you go up the escalator into like one flat level that leads into like a big expedition room. And then there's two staircases on either side, okay? One side is a staircase that leads up to like an outdoor area and like a little food court thing. And the other side is literally just an escalator, a huge sitting alcove and another escalator up to get to the third floor where I was sitting, which is outside of Masquerade, right? In that small alcove, that's where they decided to put karaoke for six hours. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Six hours. Oh, of no. Karaoke. I don't know if that's better or worse than the Jigglypuff um, one year. at Ani- Well, it was early anime Iowa, like maybe 01 or 02. They had this pinata, and they used to do a pinata every year, and you had to buy raffle tickets, and then I think it went to the non-for-profit or a charity or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So they set Jigglypuff up, which was their pinata for that year, in the dealer's room, and they played the theme song or they played the Jigglypuff song the entire time, like all day. And the only way they would shut it off is if somebody bought a ticket. And then like after another minute, they would turn it back on again. So they were like abusing these people and bullying them into buying (laughs) raffle tickets. We'll hit the button. Like, no. Yep. 
And, and I want to say, like, some of them were good. You know, it's like, okay, people can sing. No. No. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> and no. I don't care. I don't care if they listened to this. I don't care if they were a part of it. I don't care if they heard it. No. <laughs> none of you had any business singing Journey. <laughs> oh, goodness. None of you. Oh, no. Uh, and of course the Pokemon theme song which again you like you really don't have to be on key for that because it's funnier if you're not but right like sometimes you just you wonder why they put certain things where they do at con right right it's like what are, what's, why why would that be a good idea like everybody had to like walk past it to go up to the third floor it's like it's right next to like the because the place was so open it's like mm. I say like you know they had like sitting area but it's literally like you could see into all of these alcoves like it was just a big open concept place with stairways Oh, uh, okay. So it just said echoed through the whole convention center. Like you're getting your badge downstairs and you can hear somebody just being like, Don't stop me. <laughs> Please stop. Oh, they I must, know, they I must know not exactly have done that what you was there. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about because we were just at C2E2 and McCormick Place is set up similar to that. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine karaoke in the like panel on one of the panel floors. Right. It would just, it would be echoing so bad. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Like, oh, well, they already like hire bands to come in and play in the main space, and it echoes everywhere. Like, yes. as soon as you like get into one of the adjacent connecting hallways, you can hear it. Oh yeah, that building is insanely big. Yeah, I've never been to like C two E two, but like, I mean, I have friends that have gone for like different things, like for that building. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, Mc- enormous. Yeah, McCormick, and they only use like half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever been out to like any of the East Coast conventions at all? Or are you just mostly Midwest? Um, I've done a little bit of traveling. Um, so I actually did my college internship with a like a vendor. Okay. So okay. Um we went to Otacon and Kineticon. I'm trying to think to of Kineticon. Um oh nine, I think. Oh my god, that was the first year I worked there. Yeah, so I was in the dealer's hall um, pretty much the entire weekend. And then let's see what else. We we went to um, Raleigh. We, yeah, we did a little bit of East Coast and we went down south a little bit and hit like Akon and some of those before we came back. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm, I'm vaguely like reminiscing of what the space looks like as you're talking about it and I'm like okay I'm getting part of this but right right no yeah like it's like it's a vague it's a vague description but it's like yeah yeah it's also a vague memory at this point because yeah, I, mean, I don't I blame like 13 years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> for the one time I went to that convention oh man so <laughs> just, just for the sake of curiosity for my curiosity did you happen to go to the dating game that year do you remember I did not damn it no I worked the whole weekend damn it <laughs> Someday, someday I'm gonna get the footage for that damn dating game. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's like my white whale. Game. Honestly, it's like it was the first like it was the first big event that me and my friend Ryan had ever like hosted, and we talked about it in his episode a million years ago. It feels like now, but like long story short, like nobody recorded it, so we have no proof that it happened. And in our uh-huh. minds, it was like this amazing thing that happened. But whenever I hear people have gone to the convention, I'm like, did you go to the dating game? And no one did. So I was like, who the hell was there? <laughs> somebody the room was somebody cool. was there somebody nobody hitting that record button apparently not <sighs> gonna like show up on youtube in 10 years and they're gonna be like that's it yeah i found it on my old camcorder oh man well guys oh, thank you so much for coming on the show this has been delightful 
Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I mean, it's so nice meeting you guys. Is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here? Um, Obviously our podcast, um, Shit Cosplayers Say, we upload every other week. And you can find us at lovecosplay.com slash podcast or on whatever app you happen to use to get your podcasts. Nice. Awesome. Um, And then I guess while we're here, I will promote my book because I have a book um, that could have gone worse. Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. It's out on Amazon right now. Um, And it's basically life lessons that got me to where I am now and fun stories um, about convention times and outside of convention times. And yeah. It's available, so feel free to uh, download or buy that off of Amazon, guys. Help me pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been awesome meeting you guys. I hope to have you back on soon. More stories to share, perhaps. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> just, there's there's just too many stories and right. so little time. So little time. That's okay. We've got a we've got a million more Wednesdays in the year. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.